Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Who is January Jones? She is not a young, beautiful, talented actress on Mad Men. She is not an older, gorgeous, exotic dancer from the Johnny Carson Show. She is an author, and she wrote, Thou Shall Not Wine, The Eleventh Commandment, that reached number one at Amazon.com. She is a reality TV golf personality with World High Stakes Golf televised on HDNet. She is a humorist and winologist expert. She is your featured host today on January Jones Sharing Success Stories. So sit back, relax, and get ready to laugh and listen to Ms. Jones with her eclectic roster of guests on Blog Talk Radio as you learn life's lessons. These stories plus sharing equals success. Welcome, and remember, beware, because you are entering the no-whining world of January Jones. Now let me ask you a question. Have you ever wished you could read faster? I think that's something we've all wished for. (laughs) Now, would you like to learn more about speed reading? Tell me, have you ever wondered how fast a person can really, really read? Can you imagine developing a speed reading strategy for yourself or for your kids. Tell me, do you know what the biggest fear is for people who learn to speed read? I think they'd be thrilled. I don't know what they'd be fearful about. We'll find out. (laughs) Do you ever wonder how long it takes to become a speed reader? Or better yet, would you like to meet someone who has some of the answers that we're looking for? Now, are you ready to learn how to be successful and how to become a speed reader? If you can answer yes or maybe to any of these questions, then you are in the right place. And I would like to welcome you to January Jones sharing success stories today. Today we'll be introducing my guest, and she is a success coach extraordinaire who will provide us with informative, inspirational lessons, and some really, really great advice. Before I introduce my guest, I would love to invite you to call in during the show. The call-in number is 818-431-8506. I'm pleased to announce today that our show is featured on the front page at Blog Talk Radio, and I am honored to be a featured host, and we now have over 1 million listeners. Also, LinkedIn has announced that my profile was one of the top 5% most viewed during 2012, which is pretty exciting for me. Now, let me tell you a little bit about my guest today. She is America's number one speed reading expert. She has been teaching speed reading to busy professionals, educators, and students since 1986. She capitalizes on her years of teaching and experience with course development 
and combines it with a lot of research reading to come up with the most user-friendly speed reading program. This guest is the creator of Rev It Up Reading, Getting Up to Speed with What You Read, the online speed reading course that allows you to learn at your own pace, at home, 24-7, right at your home or office. She is also the published author of many articles and several books, most recently, The Complete Idiot's Guide to Speed Reading. She also wrote 10 Days to Faster Reading. It is my pleasure to welcome to the show today, Abigail Beal Marks. Oh, no, I'm sorry, it's Abby Marks Beal. I reversed your name. (laughs) I'm laughing because people do call me Abigail, but it's not my given name. But I'll take it. I like it. Thank you. Okay, well, we'll call you Abby, which is your your given name, Marks Beal. How are you today, Abby? I'm great, and I just want to say congratulations to you for all your success. I think it's wonderful what you're saying about all of your listeners and all of the the things that you have accomplished with all of this. So congratulations to you. Well, thank you, dear. It's it's a it's I'm feeling pretty good about it yeah. myself. I must admit, and mm, uh, I'm enjoying you know I'm enjoying myself. So that's what makes it so much fun. Mm, now, tell me, how did you get involved with speed reading? Uh, it's fascinating because uh, I love to read. I'm addicted to reading. Mm. Uh, I wish there were more people that I knew like you. The people I meet are not the people who are addicted to reading. They're the people that wish that they could read, that feel that they read very slowly, and that's actually how I got in. It was um, I, I really thought I was one of the slowest readers in the world, and I never really got satisfaction from the things that I read. I never turned to reading as something that I would want to do. And it wasn't until after my undergraduate years of college, I never knew any of this, until after I took a job where I was taught this to teach to kids in schools as part of the job. And it was like the light bulb went off in me, like, oh, my gosh, there's this this area of our education that's missing. Mm-hmm. We, pretty much they teach us, you know, how to read, you know, mm-hmm. through grade four or five, but they don't mm-hmm. teach us anything after that. And then, so I know, I've learned to read, but I don't read to learn. And so when you teach people some strategies that may give them confidence and competence, they will read to learn. And that's really what my mission is. And speed reading is the name of it, because speed is the strategy for doing it. But there's just so much confidence that readers need. Um, They're carrying around elementary school thoughts. You know about their abilities, and that needs to change. Oh yeah, you know it is amazing to me that uh, more schools don't incorporate this program for the older kids to help mm-hmm. them get ready for college, for for high school. You know, this would be a great program in junior high school, don't you agree? Yeah, junior high school for sure. It should be at least after elementary. Um, my my main target is high school because they have the pain. Uh-huh. <laughs> they understand how hard it is, plus they have SATs and other standardized yeah. exams, and they see college coming on the horizon. So, uh-huh. you know, people would want to spend, students spend more time typically when they're in a pain. We buy things when we're in pain. We don't buy them when we're not in pain. <laughs> so, you know, so I think I think high school and college are even more important. Yeah, well, most of the kids in high school and college are in pain when they're not out partying. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if they're trying to get their work done, that's what I mean. (laughs) Yeah, well, this would be a big help for them, and I I think this would be wonderful for uh, parents to uh, get their children in junior high involved in this. Tell me, uh, really, how fast can a person really, really read? Well, the average person 
reads around 250 words per minute. Now, if you're talking about like a middle school or high schooler, typically it's a little bit lower than that. If you look at a college student, it could be at 250, maybe 300. It just depends. And business professionals are right around 250 as well. And again, I've been teaching for 25 years, and we do evaluations in my classes, and they see, you know, and I see what their speeds are. So I'm right on the money. It's around 250. Okay. And what so, is the what's the fastest you've ever seen or heard of someone reading? <laughs> I'm laughing. In the Guinness Book of World Records, um, mm-hmm. a gentleman named Howard Berg, he lives in Texas. Um, he's still alive. He does his stuff. Um, he, uh, I think it's called Mega Speed Reading is what he does. And he was clocked at 25,000 words a minute in the Guinness Book of World Records in 1999, which I'm still like, you know, it's superhuman. It's not something that most people even should be considering. Yeah, it, yeah. It, what I look at is if you start at 250 and you can double that or triple that or have what I call a stick shift range, meaning you can go from gear one to five. Mm-hmm. Gear one could be like 100 and gear five could be like 1,000. Mm-hmm. You're in good shape. That's, a, yeah. that's what I call efficient reading. If you want to try to go to 25,000, that's a whole <laughs> different animal. Even getting to 2,500 is a different animal. Oh, and yeah. I, don't, I don't teach that. To me, that's just not useful for the average student and professional. Uh-huh. Yeah, and um, when someone does learn to speed read, does that mean they always speed read, or do they have to just put themselves in a mindset for speed reading? It's a mindset. It's, it's what I call active, mindful, and conscious strategies uh-huh. that most people, when they read, are passive, mindless, yeah. and unconscious. <laughs> like they open up the book saying, i got to read Chapter 7, so they open it up and they read from beginning to end. They're not thinking about why they're there or what they're doing or yeah. the radio's on in the background or that there's, you know, a cat sitting on top of them or, you know, there's so many different reasons why being passive is, just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So when you when you actually sit down to read, when you see someone who is trained in efficient reading, they're sitting in a fairly cleared off table. They have, they're sitting up at the desk. Typically, they're using their hands or hard to read with. They may have a pad of paper or a highlighter with them. They know how to do that efficiently. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, just, it's just a presence about them that just looks like work instead of relax. Okay, got it. You know, we're going to take a break and hear uh, about our, your host today. And when we come back, Abby Marks Beal will share her website information and tell us where we can get her books. We'll be right back. Lately, there's a whining epidemic in our world. People are even whining about whining. Are you sick and tired of listening to everyone whining all the time? So was January Jones, the author of Thou Shall Not Whine, the 11th commandment that reached number one at Amazon.com. Ms. Jones based her book on a survey of the top 10 things that people whine about at all ages and all stages of life. January is a success coach that can tell you how to help others. When you buy Thou Shalt Not Whine, the 11th commandment, you'll find out what people whine about and how to stop them from whining. This is the perfect gift book to give or get for any occasion. Thou Shall Not Wine was voted the best gift to be given anonymously for those special people in your life. Ms. Jones is an internationally known author in the style of Irma Bombeck, specializing in housewife humor with her book being published in Korea and China. You can find Thou Shall Not Wine at Amazon.com. 
Welcome back with Abby Marks Beale, the author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Speed Reading and oh, 10 Days to Faster Reading. Abby, could you please share your website and uh, share with my listeners where they can get your books? Sure. Uh, my website is very simply revitupreading.com. It's R E V I T U P reading.com. And on the site, there's a a navigation says store, and it has uh, different books. It has the online course. We just added webinars. I'm doing some live webinars over a three-month period. I'm really excited about this. In three hours, I'm going to cover what I normally do in, a, in like, a full-day class um, uh-huh. on a webinar. So okay. I think it's going to be real interesting. Okay. And, uh, and your books, where can we get those? On the on the website, uh, I offer them. You can probably go on to Barnes and Noble or Amazon.com. They would also have them, and if you get free shipping from them, then I would go to them. <laughs> okay. Unfortunately, I can't do free shipping. You now, the webinar is that something uh, like a, an entire family could do together? Yeah, sure. No reason not to. I mean, as long as they can all get in front of the, the computer screen. Uh-huh. It's done through a PowerPoint presentation and some um, online demonstrations, as well as doing some timed exercises. Okay. I have two, two different workbooks that they, they work on while they're with me. Okay, that sounds like a fantastic thing for parents to do with their children. You know, I'm kind of wondering what your thoughts are about uh, this uh, Kindle situation. I have a Kindle, and I keep it with me constantly, and I feel it's created, I've been able to read faster with it. Is this uh, something you see often? Well, I would I would ask. Or, or more like skeptical a little bit with the reading faster part only because the pages are smaller and you get the feeling that you're reading faster because you move through them faster. It doesn't, I'm not saying you're not, but there's this, this it's almost like the, a book with chapters makes you feel like you're going through it faster than a book that doesn't have chapters. Okay, gotcha. Right. So, it, so you can go through them, plus you can adjust the size of the font on the screen. And But if you're reading a lot and you're a voracious reader, which it sounds like you are, I would bet speed does come into play. I do know oh, people, however, that read a lot that still read very slowly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They just they like to read, but they just know they do it slowly. Yeah, yeah. The Kindle's yeah. great. I think online readers are wonderful for carrying material with you. Oh, yeah, yeah, especially when you travel. And, you know, I found that even if I'm waiting in line somewhere, I'll whip my book out and read a little <laughs> bit. Yep. So, you know, I just always have it with me. I charge, recharge it every night and throw it in my bag. Uh, tell me, what is your favorite speed reading strategy? I think my favorite um, is called the white card method. Uh-huh. It's basically taking a blank white card with nothing uh-huh. written on it. It could be the back side of a business card. Uh-huh. And when you're reading, like on a piece of paper, most people would want to put it underneath the text so that it, you pull it down the page and your eyes are above the card. Uh-huh. The problem with that is that it encourages you to do a bad reading habit, which is called regression, or going back over things that you've read. And a lot of times it's because we don't trust our brain. We just want to say, oh, let me double-check, let me triple-check, let me make sure I got that right. Yeah. And so we need to learn to trust our brain. So the card shouldn't be underneath what we read. Uh-huh. Uh, it should be instead above. So the, so the card would go on top of the material you've already read, covering it to give you pause about, do I really need to go back? Uh-huh. And then it pushes you forward line by line, and you know, it's a straight line, white going across. Oh, this is the one that works really well. 
Yeah, I, that's a very oh. interesting, uh, that's an interesting it. strategy. I've never yeah. heard of that. Of course, I've never taken a speed reading course. <laughs> well, so change that very, now, won't we? You're free I'm very, I'm very keen to do this interview. <laughs> okay, and I understand you're good at helping people get control over their reading piles, and uh, oh, so many have people have things stacked up all over that they need to get to. What is your advice on how to get control? I think the first is to know you can't read it all. If you look (laughs) at the number of magazines that are even printed in this country per year, it's over 20,000 titles. Wow. Titles. So like Time or Newsweek or Business Week, those are all 52 times a year, but they only qualify for one of those 20,000 titles. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so you can't read it all. Even if you didn't sleep, you know, and all you did was read 24-7, it, it's like, <laughs> don't even try. You know, there's more to life than that. So, and that's only magazines. That doesn't include the things you find on the Internet or your books and any yeah. other educational things you're doing. So what I tell people is make it quality. You know, in, in a month's time, think of how much time do you have to really spend on your professional reading. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it may only be three hours or five hours, maybe seven hours a month. Mm-hmm. You know, if you commute and you can, like people in New York City, they can they commute, they get two hours a day, yeah, you know, right. if they really wanted to read, you know, the whole time. Mm-hmm. So it just depends on, on what your life is like. But average is somewhere between about five and seven hours a month. And mm-hmm. think, well, how are you going to spend that time? Is it going to be on stuff that's not of value to you or is it a material that you really like? Mm-hmm. So I challenge people to rank everything that they want to read on a scale of one to ten, one being horrible and ten being fantastic. Mm-hmm. And if it ranks six, seven, eight, or nine, or ten, you keep it. If it's under six, get rid of it, unsubscribe, recycle, because it's just not valuable to you. Okay. And, and then match is, that to what you have time for. Uh-huh. And this is good advice for people who are uh, in an office and have business uh, reading that they have to do. Yeah. But, of course, sometimes they have to do it all, don't they? Yeah. Well, <laughs> yes, they do. And that's where you know, other good reading strategies come in, you know, mm-hmm. of learning just just how to attack things and not be overwhelmed by them and know where the important information is and how to move mm-hmm. the eyes appropriately across across and down a page. And mm-hmm. it's just, you know, it's, it's stuff that I wish everybody learned, um, and I'm working on that, <laughs> you know, getting people to learn it. Uh, it's not hard. It is so easy to do. There's just, you know, no mm-hmm. avenue in society to make them think that they can learn it, though. People think you of know. speed reading, they think of 25,000 words a minute, and I can't do it. Yeah, yeah, and so they don't even try. I right. just, I, I find it so hard to believe that all the schools don't have you uh, working with them. Uh, do, you work <laughs> with, do you work with any schools now? I've worked with some colleges. Every year I, I do uh, several colleges. I do workshops, quickies for them. Okay. And I've now been working on getting my online course into, into more colleges. Okay. And so that that's been one of my high schools and colleges. I also yeah. joined something called America's Promise um just recently which uh-huh. is helping wanting to re- to reduce the dropout rate. They want to get graduation rates to 90% by the year 2020. Okay. And I believe that this is a part of it. I think kids don't want to go off to college or they go to college and drop out mm-hmm. because they mm-hmm. can't read and can't manage the load. But I think oh, this yeah. this course could help give them the confidence and ability to do it. Oh, absolutely. I, I'm just in favor of this. I hope that uh, you have great, great success in the colleges. And I, I would like to see this in every <laughs> junior high 
and every high school. You know, we're going to take a break and hear from my sponsor. And then we come back, I'd like to talk about the biggest fears that you see people have about speed reading and also uh, how it uh, translates to our computer screen. We'll be right back with Abby Marks-Beal. Are you a fitness professional, a trainer, or a coach? Would you like consistent and timely updates on your team's performance? We have a completely customizable app that can give you real-time information via the Internet or your handheld phone. Track the performance of your client's progress with their physical fitness regimen. Track team members' performance or schedule a workout session. Meet up at the gym, on the bike trail, or wherever your physical activities take you. The app is called Socially Fit or SoFit and can be found on the iTunes store. Look for the blue Socially Fit icon. When combined with data analysis capabilities, you not only feel the effects of your fitness routine, you also see the graphical progress of your results. The app makes the complex simple, so that more of your time is spent sculpting your physique with less time tracking your results with old-fashioned pen and paper. Download it today to begin a new year with data to show your progress in meeting your goals. Are you socially fit? I hope you are, because I know I'm trying to become socially fit this year. <laughs> Welcome back with uh, Abby Marks Beal. Now, Abby, what are the biggest fears uh, you see people express when they learn how to speed read? Um, I think they're afraid that they're going to like become mixed into reading everything fast, uh-huh. and they don't understand until I teach them that you don't have to read everything. Uh, at the same pace that you have to be conscious, you know, mindful, active, and conscious about it, mm-hmm. and that you can slow down for certain things and you can speed up for certain things and different strategies that you use. So I, I, I let them know, no, you're not fixed in this, and it's not going to make you read your favorite books, you know, fast if you don't want to. Um, <laughs> so you know that helps. That helps uh-huh. a lot. I think the other fear is is the biggest fear is losing comprehension. Okay. Um, yeah. 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 We we've learned in elementary school comprehension is king, which it definitely is. Uh-huh. But after elementary school, we have a built-in sight vocabulary. And once we have that sight vocabulary, then we don't really need to have, you know, the word-for-word depiction that we've had over the years. Mm-hmm. So once we've learned how to pick up words and understand their meanings, we then have to say, let's go for it. Let's go and, and get it quicker. Mm-hmm. But the brain initially kind of freaks out about that and goes, wait a minute. I'm not used to this. You know, you're going too fast. Yeah. And so there's this what I call the unlearning to relearn moment in in the brain where it it kind of goes on strike Uh and it doesn't understand what you're doing Uh and this is where where i tell people wait a minute just keep keep with me here keep doing this and the brain will catch on okay and Uh and so this is where people they try it on their own they go oh i I have to finish this material before the end of the day and so they read really fast and they go what did i just read i didn't Uh understand it i'm like well you weren't using certain strategies you have to use certain strategies to pick up the right information and Uh you were also not understanding that the brain needs a little bit of time to catch on. Sure. So sure. by doing a little bit each day over a few days, the brain will eventually go, oh, I get it, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little process there. You know, I did some volunteer work at a, a school here recently, and it was interesting. This was, I think, third graders, and the girls, oh, my gosh, they were reading like you couldn't believe, and the boys were struggling is this something that's pretty common in grade school? You know, that's something I can't, you know, accurately comment on. I, uh-huh. I would say possibly, but 
Uh, I mean, girls typically will turn to reading more than boys will. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, that's probably, I don't know yeah. why that is. I mean, there's uh-huh. also the adage that boys are better in math and girls are better in reading, but I think mm-hmm. it's part, partially what the education system has put out there. Yeah, yeah. If, yeah. They, if they put it out differently, maybe we'd have different results. So I, I don't sure. know. Now talk about um, speed reading skills on a computer screen. Does it translate from the book, the written word, to the computer well? Definitely, it does. There are, diff- there are a little bit different strategies, but the screen is a perfect white card. It's like the, the white card method that I described where you put the white card above the reading material. Uh-huh. That If you look at a screen of text, let's say you have um, something to read, and I always suggest you put it in printer-friendly version mm-hmm. to get rid of all the flashing ads and pictures and things that you don't typically need to have. Uh-huh. And then you line up your text right at the top of your screen and on the side, you have a scroll bar, and the scroll bar goes one or two lines at a time. And so you read the line, and then you hit the scroll bar, and it goes up into the dark, just like the white card would cover it. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. you can use it on screen, and it's so helpful because lines on a screen are so long compared to like a newspaper, which is like six mm-hmm. words. And on screen, it could be anywhere between 15 and 25 words across. Right. So tracking the eyes accurately is also important to do on screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you said printer-friendly version, I've never seen that. How do you do that so that you get rid of all the the advertisements? <laughs> well, a lot of websites, they will have a button that says print. And typically what it does is it is it puts it into what's called printer-friendly version before you print. Okay. So you don't have to print it. You just hit print, and what it does is it takes out all that other stuff and it puts it into a version that you'd want to print. Oh, that is that is fabulous information. Oh, I'm glad I could share that with you. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, I mean that just that's made my day. <laughs> oh wow, you're easy. <laughs> yeah, that that is definitely uh, something I will do, and I will probably do it today. Tell me, <laughs> how fast do you yourself read? Well, I, I look at myself just like I do with the people I teach, that I have five gears built in, mm-hmm. one gear one being slow, gear five being overdrive. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I would say I live um, between five or 600 words a minute to about 1,200 words a minute. Okay. I have read as slow as 100. I'm uh-huh. probably even slower. And I have also read as high as 2,500. But those, aren't, uh-huh. those are extremes for me. So I would say between 500 and 1,200 is my range right now. Yeah, well, I would say that most people, if they got to 500, they would really be thrilled. Uh, and they can. Yeah. They really can. And, and it's, the, it's strategies, strategy and, and a little persistence in practice. Now, this is my last question. Can this 10 days, how does that work? The 10 days to faster reading? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The book basically goes one day at a time, giving a different strategy each day, and each day has a timed reading exercise with questions where you can test yourself and okay. see how an experiment with it. Okay. So that's why it's called 10 Days. Well, I am going to be ordering that book for <laughs> a few uh, special people who are ha- in my life who are in school, and I think this would be a wonderful thing for them to uh, get exposed to. I wonderful. want to thank you so much for coming on the show. This has been interesting, informative, and you've really shared some great information with us today, Abby. Well, thank you, Jenny. We very much appreciate it. And we hope to have you back again. 
To my listeners, we hope you've enjoyed our show today, and be sure to catch this interview with our and all of our other amazing guests with constant streaming at blogtalkradio.com 24-7. My upcoming guests for the rest of the week are amazing, amusing, and they will astonish you with their exciting, eclectic, and energizing information. This is the show where you hear inspiring information that will help you to become successful, too. I would love to welcome you to our wonderful no-whining world. If you've enjoyed this show, please click the Follow tab under my picture and become a regular listener by registering with blogtalkradio.com. You know, we really, really love sharing our stories and secrets for success. Today, our secrets for speed reading are fabulous. It's our hope that we can encourage all of our listeners to emulate our guests today and every day. Now, I want you all to remember my mantra. If you think it, then you can do it. And now for my chocolate diet tip of the day. Eat a chocolate bar before each meal. It'll take the edge off your appetite and you'll eat less. <laughs> I wish, I wish. So for now, stop whining, start smiling, start sharing our success show with everyone you know. And if that doesn't work, then start eating chocolate, lots and lots of chocolate. Again, thank you to Abby Marks Beal. This is January Jones thanking you for joining me today on my journey and reminding you to take care and stay safe. We want to thank you for listening to January Jones Sharing Success Stories. Always remember Ms. Jones' personal mantra, if you can think it, you can do it. That's what all of our guests have done with their lives, and so can you. You are the ultimate success coach in your own life. All you need to do will be to start sharing your own story with your family and friends. We hope that our guest stories will encourage you to explore an equation in your future that will combine your creativity plus connecting with others will enable you to be successful too. Always remember, your passion plus your purpose will equal prosperity as you explore the wonderful world of January Jones.